Yo, what up, fam? Welcome to your new favorite podcast, All Blurred Everything. I'm your boy, Jermaine, better known as JV. And today I have with me these three beautiful melanated faces. Some of them are more beautiful than others. Yeah, two of them. Dev and Crystal. <laughs> that's it. We're the pretty ones. All right, there you go. That's hey, it. That's yeah, right here. I'm the third. I'm artfully <laughs> handsome. Okay. Absolutely. One hundred percent, JB. One hundred percent. You so do kind of look already... like you're suffering from a zombie bite right now, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I probably am. I probably am. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's not the pox. I don't got the pox or the rona. It is a zombie bite. I'm, I'm I'm officially patient zero, so <laughs> Jesus. that's where we are. But you've already heard these jokers clown around, so let's get to the introductions. We got Crystal, we got Devin, and uh, we got a guy who I suspect might be part of the Lantern Corps. His name <laughs> is yeah, John Stewart. That's right. Yeah, well, just, call me, just call me John. Let's play catch up, man. Let's play catch up. Dev did not want to do this, but I think it's important. He's a hater. That's Delvin, why. What are you Delvin talking about? A motherfucking <laughs> hater. His man, his boy, gets cast at the motherfucking Green Lantern. He's like, nah, we don't need to talk about that shit. Let's talk about some Ezra goddamn Miller. Fuck him. First of all, I didn't want to talk about Ezra Miller. I said he ain't getting no bars. They, and I'm going to hate they, on you just because that's what I do. <laughs> Our names are too close, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, gotta hate on you a little bit. Just, what is, just a little bit. Like we're, I gotta, we're catching I gotta, up. I gotta, I gotta so be I the Green Lantern for the children, baby. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's fair that that we let our man Delvin tell us what's been going on, man. What's what's the news? What's the scoop? I've had a great week. Crystal has too. Crystal started her network, and that shit is dope as fuck. She did a yes. twelve hour stream. Indeed. I got, I got, I got to big up her first. I was on that stream, listening, having fun, playing Among Us. And they, they kept killing me. I don't know why, cause, maybe because I was the only black man on the screen. But I don't know. It just kept aiming for me. You know who you are. You kept aiming for me. Oh, it, it was Delvin. Throw him out the ship. <laughs> Every time. Wow. It was Delvin. Throw him out the ship. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is, is brutal, and Crystal is ruthless. Yes. I'm pretty listen, sure I'm not the only like, one. Everybody in that game is ruthless. Listen, listen, you get in Among Us, you have to be ruthless. You just have to because everybody yeah. is trying to kill your ass and then lie about it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm mad that I missed all of the Among Us time dealing with uh, children. We're going to do another stuff. one. We're going to do another one. Don't worry. I'm here so, for I'll give y'all some notes. You. Yes, we're going to do another one. Bun? It was definitely Might fun. She's good at it. She, she played that a little too good. Like, oh my god! Like, oh, she's the killer. What? Oh my god! That's just happened. Oh my god! Delvin, by the way, murdered somebody in front of me, and then got mad when I was like, uh, yeah. "Delvin, why you do that?" You look, Delvin, right in front of somebody. Literally, just. I come here. out the room and Devin does shake somebody, had, and I'm like, bro. You had to make it, I had to make an example out of somebody because they kept trying me. Every time I wasn't the vic, I wasn't the killer, and they kept calling me the killer. So I said, the first motherfucker I see about to get stabbed up, <laughs> acting like I was in prison. Why are you using 
know what? You just got a guilty personality. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I mean, I don't know what. <laughs> basically, Delvin committed like a rage kill because he just had so much pent up. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They just kept killing me. They just kept throwing me out the ship. You know, I was getting thrown out the ship or getting murdered. Every time. Every time. Twice. Like two times like, you got thrown out the they, ship. They were like, oh, Delvin did. They're like, no, I didn't. I'm innocent. <laughs> It was, it was Lady, ladies and gentlemen, your future John Stewart. That's just right getting yeah. murked and, and doing some murking. Not, not looking Jesus. so good. <laughs> so, Crystal, you were playing Among Us. It was a 12-hour stream. Yes, it was. Tell us what's going on because things are really popping for you right now. Yeah, we're getting it going. We're getting it going. So we did a 12-hour stream uh, to help raise some funds for our crowdfunding for the Tales of the Forgotten Fiction Network. Uh, myself and four other amazingly diverse women are putting together a network to tell stories. So we're going to all the audio dramas, tabletop stories. So if you've been listening to Legacy, a Star Wars audio drama, and you dig that shit, we're going to do more. And so we got, we, I got to pay these voice actors. Absolutely have to pay these voice actors. We want to do some character art. There's just, we kind of just want to raise the production bar. It's just me and Pixel right. behind the scenes. I'm putting in all Which this is work. Incredible. incredible. Yeah. And yeah. listen, and we love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. But uh, mama got to put food on the table and mama got to pay these voice actors. So we crowdfunded. So that's where we're at. So you can go to talesoftheforgotten.com. Y'all can, you know, there's a $5 pledge. If you like us and you broke your shit, I feel that. There's a five, you know, it's like a $5 <laughs> pledge. You got a rich uncle. He want a lightsaber. There's a $450 pledge. Like you can, we got a whole spectrum of shit. And you get cool stuff, and you support the network, and in return, like, all of our shows are free. Um, and we've got a horror one coming up. We've got some erotic romance for the ladies or for the fellows. So I don't, no judgment, whoever likes what. Um, we've got two amazing tabletop shows coming up. So it's just, it's a lot of good shit. So and we're excited. I mean, we're doing it regardless, but I really want to be able to, <laughs> to pay some talent just because, you know, they're worth it. They're absolutely worth yeah. it. So I agree. We're going. Yeah. No. yeah, I, yeah it it's, it's exciting. exciting times ahead. Yes, yeah. 100%. Really exciting times. That is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, support that. We will uh, try to put the link in the description on the podcast, yeah. and uh, we'll plug it one more time before we leave. Uh, if you're not listening to Star Wars Legacy and you are a Star Wars fan, especially if you're a fan of, um, I guess, what they call Legends now, which we grew up Good all Star calling Wars. Extended extended Universe mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm definitely this is this is i say this all the time and i mean it it's one of the best star wars stories um that you're going to get that's outside of lucasfilm and disney proper uh so do yourself a favor go listen to it love hearing that i'm gonna need some more lives for you by the way jb it's great (laughs) better than episode eight better than episode nine better than episode seven come on let's let's stop let's face facts Way better than episode eight. Yeah, it's not Episode eight is fucking trash. Oh, garbage. Detective, no lies. Piece of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I think that shit was trending on Twitter again today, and I just closed it. I was like, Ryan Johnson was like, "Oh, I'm super proud of this. Like, proud of this garbage." (laughs) Stay proud of me. This is a debate that we will have on future episodes of all <laughs> oh, um, Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I like the last that I lied. So no. That's because oh, no. your brain is broken. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, right. And so 
<laughs> great, great segue into telling us what you got going on. Thank you for insulting me. Uh, um, I've got a whole lot of nothing going on. Back to you. All right. Well, that does it. It is very, uh, very that detailed. That will be in an upcoming episode of Legacy. <laughs> there you go. That's what we've got coming yeah. up. Yeah. There you go. Next week, I, I, yeah, I, next play, week, I made my week. pledge. Put me in all the things. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely. put me. To, I got you. I, one line. It's cold out here. I, got you. I don't care. I got Whatever. You. <laughs> there you go. All the things. I got you. Man, it's cold out here. <laughs> sure it's cold out here. <laughs> Jacket. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I can't right now. It's just too much. That's gonna be dead live. Every, every audio drop, he's just gonna show a lot of random. Man, it's so it's cold out here. I'm writing it in. That's it. That's the line. That's it right there. It's done. It's a wrap. Got to catch the bro. It's actually inspired by this dude named Gabe Patillo, who does a podcast uh, called Married to the Games. He's that's like one of the things he's always wanted to do. He wanted to be in a movie and have that line. And I was like, that is hilarious. Yes. So I'm going to steal it. Wow. Yes. I love it. <laughs> that's like one of those lines, like the next time you see this bullet, it'll be coming faster. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just one of those cheesy, cheesy action lines. Basically. I love it. Oh. Shout out. Shout out to Gabe. I, I hope uh, you get to be in a movie and yes. and say that. That's yes. awesome for you. So we're going to move on to some news, some reviews, just just talking some some stuff about some things. And the thing that we're going to start off with is something that we've talked about amongst ourselves um, that I can say I think we all really enjoyed, which was Prey, uh, the Predator sequel that dropped on Hulu earlier this month. Uh, it, It. really felt like it sh- should have come out in theaters. Uh, yeah, for real. And it's really something that nobody was expecting, um, but it's done really well. I think it's at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, if well if you're into that. Um, and so, guys, what you what'd you think of this movie overall and, and what was the most exciting thing about it for you? Want to go first? I'll talk about this movie all fucking day. I'll go first because mine's just short. I, I I didn't finish watching the whole thing because every time I tried to watch it, people kept interrupting me. They want to give me damn narrations and their life stories and shit when I'm trying to watch it. But from the eighty percent of the movie I watched, I enjoyed a lot. It is fucking fantastic. Like it is really good. I I enjoyed it. It's a different take on something that, frankly speaking, has gotten stale for so long. Like Predator. Yeah. They keep trying to reboot it, and every time they reboot it. It's like just more and more trash. <laughs> what are, what are we doing here? Like mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Like hey, I, I can honestly say it probably hasn't been like a good Predator movie since two with Danny Glover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's probably fair. That yeah, yeah. So this kind of taking it back to the basics and making a really good movie. And I know people were out there saying wild shit who clearly didn't see the movie. Like oh, why do they have a female protagonist and how does she have nothing? Why not? Out of here in that shit. shit? Yeah. Fuck up! Please shut the fuck up. Where's that same energy for Ripley in uh, Aliens? I mean, yeah. thank you. Shut like, the I, fuck up. I just want to make I a blanket statement uh, about this podcast 
Um, we will not be talking about Mary Sue's here. If you don't want to hear about badass women, well, one of your hosts is a badass woman. So you're probably in the wrong place. Uh, Yeah. We, we support diversity uh, because it's nice to see people uh, in positions in the actor who played Naru, the main character, uh, Amber mid thunder, hell of a job that she did. Um, And so uh, was, uh, the actor who played Tabby, her brother, uh, Dakota Beavers, uh, both indigenous uh, actors and did such an incredible job along with Dan Trackenberg uh, directing. Uh, before we we uh, clear out the post for Crystal, Dev, what would you think? <laughs> um, you know, I really enjoyed the way it was shot. You know, the cinematography was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you were serious for like just a second like what i'm like yes no but real talk i really enjoyed it i loved i loved every bit of the movie um i can't speak to any of the cinematography or how it was shot but it looked really pretty um i loved the rolling vistas it was great now but i enjoyed the hell out of the movie um like delvin said they got back to basics and that's what made Predator so much fun when it's really just this one bad ass thing that you're trying to figure out. You know, it's that that monster closet type thing. Like, okay, where is it at? How do we kill it? How do we survive? Oh my God, it's murdering everybody. So it was just, it was really, yeah. really fun. Really enjoyed the movie. Loved the dynamic of the sister and brother and the fact that she just wasn't having nobody shit. She was like, I'm going to do this and y'all going to get out the way. Yeah. And I love yeah. it. I love yeah. when they, when, when they allow women to just take charge and do what they got to do because we all know that's exactly what most women do in real life anyway. So being able to see that reflected on screen was just, it was, it was joyful. I loved it. I need a part two or something, please. I really wish I would have watched it in um, the indigenous language. I didn't realize that was an option until later because I'm one of those people who um, I want subs, not dubs. So I would have really enjoyed that in its indigenous language. It would have, it, would have felt even even better to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's all I got. And Crystal, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we I, talked about it. I know yeah, you loved yeah. it. Talk talk about this movie because this this was something that I just saw you tweeting about. We talked about it. What was it about this that worked so much for you? At its core, it's just a good fucking movie. And that's, and that's, you know, that's, that's really just what it is. I mean, so I'm a Predator fan, like deep Predator fan. Like I loved, like I'm Predator, Xenomorphs, like I'm about that shit. And the last couple of Predator movies were just like, if you've been a Predator fan, you've just been like, why God, why? Right. <laughs> you know, like just, <laughs> my God, just, just stop it. And me and Pixel last night, we actually watched the original Predator and Predator 2. And I can say about those movies, LOL, Mary Sue's. Let's first, let's first of all, Predator <laughs> One. So much goddamn testosterone in that movie. LOL. But it's just, oh, yeah. it's such a classic yeah. like '80s action flick, right? And we love it for what it is. I mean, the fact that that whole movie, the Predator's been fucking up everybody, but Arnold Schwarzenegger gets shot by the same gun that ripped open Jesse Ventura, and he's got like a paper cut on his muscle arm and can still like swim and <laughs> shit. You're just like, whatever. Uh, it's the steroids. Right. It's it literally it's the <laughs> man <laughs> muscle that you absorb. His man muscle absorbed the blast. You know. Um, and, and I, 
like, but it's still a good, you know, it's still this thing hunting these guys in the woods. 80s mm-hmm. action flick, you love it. The second Predator, yeah. not bad either. I mean, it, it's a 90s movie. Nobody's mm-hmm. suit fits them right. You know, it's Danny Glover versus, <laughs> I mean, Danny Glover is firing this fucking gun and he, you're a cop, but his, I mean, it's, this is how he's firing his weapon. The whole fucking movie. And he I'm was just too like, old for that shit. He right, I'm just like, doing. damn, John yeah. is looking at you like, bro, can you just keep the gun straight? Like, what are you trying to hit? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's still like, you know, it was still a fun movie. You enjoy it. And then we get to pray. And now it's not like an 80s trope or a 90s trope. It's just a good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you've yeah. got this predator who's got a fighting style and listen in the first two movies you're kind of rooting for the predator like you kind of are you're kind of like are y'all are dumb i kind of want to see this monster kill y'all in predator in in prey there's this scene where he goes invisible and i'm like oh you motherfucker just take that l like you're like you're into it it's just so good the way they they did it and listen naru you see her fail so many times in this movie, you but do. you still see her skill and you still see her determination. I think the director did a great job from like the opening scene of showing you what this woman is capable of. So by the time we get to the end of the movie, there's no plot armor to save her. It's just an amazing fight scene between her and this monster. And you are scared for her. But she, and it's yeah. just it's just a good fucking movie. It's just like she if you're a pre- the predator, exactly. Like if you're a predator fan, you're like fuck yes. But if you're just somebody who likes sci-fi and action movies, and you, fuck yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And they got the representation right because that's what scared me. I'm like, I'm gonna like this movie, and then like all the Native yeah. Americans are gonna be like, uh, fuck it, this it, movie, it you know. It could have gone really, really. Yeah, that was my like genuine concern. But they did, they did everything right in this, and it was beautifully shot. Like there are some scenes in this movie that I'm just like, this is why I want to get into movie making. Like when she's jumping off the rock to get him, or that scene where she's just standing behind him and he doesn't know she's there, and the way the camera pulls back on that, you're just like, chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's cinematography. Just, oh my god! And I it's think just, they they did such a good job of, I think, simplifying the story, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. the the previous uh, sequels that we saw, things seem to just be more complicated. Um, there's obviously, you know, the the predator xenomorph thing. That's one thing. But even in that. the standalone <laughs> predator uh, sequels, we did see kind of a more more complex movie for just complexity no, sake yeah, no when reason. it really just comes down to this is the predator this is what it does and i think moving it back in time mm-hmm. uh and moving it to kind of such a raw and natural place mm-hmm. uh and seeing seeing something that we don't always get to see in movies which is we saw our protagonist earn it um mm-hmm. we That's saw cool. her become yeah. Yeah, the the hunter by being smarter than everybody, she knew she wasn't going to out physical him. There was just things in that story, I think, uh, that just that just made me love it. Um, I do think that they missed an opportunity by not putting this in theaters, especially and it really at a time August there was nothing, yeah. there was nothing, and this would have been something that would have been great in the theater. If they can send Morbius back to theaters, they can this put this in theaters. Yeah. They just, yeah, it deserves it. 
It yeah. absolutely because I will go. I will go watch that shit on the big screen, like one hundred percent, like one one hundred percent. I'll go on a Tuesday. There's yeah. nobody there. Facts for five dollars. Exactly. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's just it's that, just really good. That's a, a interesting decision that we're we're gonna get into in just a little bit because uh, we are gonna talk about HBO Max and Warner Brothers and <laughs> what is going on over there. Um, oh, I think Prey not getting <laughs> a theatrical release, even though that's uh, 20th Century and Disney. I, I, I think it kind of rolls into that. Um, in, in fact, let's just go ahead and switch topics. Um, we'll come back to, to She-Hulk. We're going to touch on that briefly. Mm-hmm. But HBO Max, uh, Warner Brothers, was purchased by Discovery. And it seems like they have decided uh, to take tax write-offs instead of actually putting out movies that were in the middle of production or at the end of production. Uh, One of the big controversies for several reasons that we're going to get into, but the movie Batgirl, uh, which was starring Leslie Grace uh, as Barbara Gordon and was directed by the duo that did Bad Boys for Life, uh, forgive me if I mispronounce these names, Adil L. Ar- Ar- Arby and Bilal Falah, uh, and also had Michael Keaton reprising his role uh, from Batman 88. Uh, Discovery, uh, or Warner Brothers, whatever the hell they're calling themselves, uh, David Zaslav, Talk to the Press, who's the CEO, Discovery Brothers might as well be, um, <laughs> he said they were going to be writing this off along with Scoob, which was a sequel to the 2020 movie, uh, animated. Uh, They're writing both of those off. They are not going to be producing uh, Bruce Timms, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves uh, animated Batman, The Cape Crusader. That is now going to possibly stream somewhere else. Um, Those are three really talented guys, so it is going to go somewhere. It just will not be on HBO Max or any Warner Brothers affiliated uh, network. So this is all amongst a push to basically go into more reality shows. So Discovery Plus, we're talking about things like Property Brothers, the Magnolia Network, uh, things from TLC. Uh, Guys, what is going on? What is going on and especially and i should point out that batgirl had several key people who were people of color uh and and to juxtapose that there were rumors uh last week that hbo uh and discovery had met with ezra miller uh to discuss the flash movie early showings uh, from people that have seen it are saying it's Dark Knight level. Um, but of course, Ezra Miller ha- has had their uh, share troubles. So it, it's kind of odd that uh, Ezra Miller is, is getting the rub and uh, being able to go do that. But we're also uh, shelving lots of talent, uh, lots of DC stuff, which would be their kind of... Uh, I think their their main way to make money right now, uh, since it doesn't seem like anything else is going on well. What's what's going on here, guys? What what do you what do you think about their strategy? 
I'm going to fall back because I got a lot to say and I'm going to get angry. So I'll let y'all talk first. <laughs> get angry, Dublin, because I don't fucking know. Like, it's the same way that I don't understand Netflix's business strategy. Like, I just genuinely don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you take a movie that's fucking done and just been like, like, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't Like, the movie is finished and you're just like, nah. And you just fucking delete everything. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the movie was said to be in the, the last stages. Stages, like I could conspiracy you know. theory all day, and I may or may not be right, but this just sounds stupid to me. Like this just sounds like really fucking dumb that you're gonna go like obvious. I mean, listen, maybe I'm just a small part of the population that wants like you know good content and not another fucking reality TV show. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not their target audience anymore. Maybe they're literally targeting, and I don't know. Maybe it's the ad shares. Maybe the people who were, I, I don't fuck, I, I don't, I do not know. I don't, I can't, none of the business decisions that they're making right now make any sense to me. And I, yeah. I, and I should make it clear that uh, Scoob, which is the sequel to the 2020 movie, uh, was also done and was shelved. Uh, they did shelf the House Party re, uh, reboot. Uh, they subsequently have pulled that back out. We don't know, that is going to come out in 2023. Um, also, I think it's important to note Shazam has been pushed back from December into Aquaman spot. Uh, Warner Brothers claims they only have enough money to release two more movies this year, which are, of course, uh, Black Adam and then uh, Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling, uh, which comes out in September. So they seem to be writing a lot of stuff off. This also includes several uh, cartoon network uh, shows and specials and even older, uh, older episodes of the original Sesame street, which had been a big get for HBO max. Mm -hmm. um, and especially for those with kids, they've also uh, stopped uh, putting those on the service and have pulled off several movies. They believe this is due to the fact that they don't want to pay residuals. Um, so, Dev, we've, we've talked about DC um, right with each other, and I know you're not the biggest DC fan. I know you really do like Batman the Animated Series, so having Bruce Timm come back would have been amazing. Um, what do you think? Because this is obviously not just about DC. This is about creators and content. Warner Brothers has no fucking clue what they're doing. They have no idea how to navigate in this new digital space. HBO Max was a great service. Um, I think it had a lot of really good content and they don't know how to, how, how to, how to monetize any of this properly. But I was like, okay, well, we don't have money. So we're going to write all these things off that are done that if you release them, you'd probably make more money. They were even talking about the IRS. They had to talk to the IRS. We're going to destroy the footage of everything so that we can prove to you that we're not going to ever make any money off this so we can write it off. It just seems like such an absolute waste. They have completely screwed up all of the DC movies. They just they have no clue. And then they want to reboot it to try to do something more in line with what Marvel is doing. It's like you guys really you don't have a clue. You're, you're, you're destroying all of the goodwill that you've built with any of your stuff. Um, they've been trying to sell off their video game franchises for a while now. It, it just seems like they really just don't have a clue. And it none of it makes 
any sense to me whatsoever. You don't want to pay residuals. Why'd you buy the thing in the first place? Why'd you put it on your service in the first place? Like, what was your long-term goal? It's like, you guys had no big picture. You were like, let's just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And you keep picking the wrong stuff. Like the way y'all cut up Justice League, just terrible. And then y'all still riding with Ezra Miller? Like, really? This is this is the thing that you don't want to shelve. You, you want to shelve the Batgirl, but you want to push out the Flash movie. And you're and destroying Delvin, everything else. It's just trash. Absolute trash. And Delvin, I know you have really strong opinions on uh, Ezra Miller and the Flash movie, the way Warner Brothers is treating it. Um, talk talk to me, man. What, what's going on? What, why are we having a Batgirl movie featuring Michael Keaton, uh, of all people, uh, being shelved? And it looks like despite Ezra Miller's legal problems, we might be moving forward uh, with the Flash movie. Might be. <laughs> it's, it's so much wrong with this whole situation in general that I just despise about this situation. It, 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 blo- it boils my blood thinking about it because when this Batgirl movie was first announced, they highlighted diversity. We're looking after your people. They made that a number one thing to talk about when they were when they were promoting this movie. Now, when all that's in the back burner, you just want to kind of quietly shelve it. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like I don't like what they're doing. I don't like the way they I don't like the way they did it. And the, the, the excuse they used was flimsy at best because, frankly speaking, they own it. So if they were to tell any other studio with all these streaming sites looking for content, Peacock, Netflix. Hulu, if you tell any of these places, hey, we have a done Batgirl movie, completely done. How much do you, how much do you want? How much they were they were yeah. they were knocking at the door to, to get it to take it take it off their hands easily. Especially with Michael Keaton making appearance in it too. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, they're like, hey, we they, we will buy that from Netflix for gladly. Have you seen some of the shit Netflix put on, puts on there? <laughs> they would easily take this movie, yeah. easily. Even the school movie. So the the, the, the things they're, they're doing doesn't make any sense. And the fact that get to the Ezra Miller thing, which really makes me upset. Yeah, let's talk about it. It bothers me so much that and I'm going to call people out on this because I thought this was bullshit. For half the year, this is the media's fault, very much so. For a good half the year, we had to hear about Will Smith slapping a man. Oh my God. Where no charges was pressed. Oh my God! All this they while this was happening, act like they killed that man. Mm-hmm. And all this while it was happening, month after month, we'd hear about Ezra Miller doing a crime after crime after crime, and it was just quietly pushed to the side. Every month, and everybody just ignored it because of corporate greed and bullshit. Because this movie means more than those people's lives and security. That's fucked up. The fact that he was sitting there doing Instagram videos, essentially bragging, running from the cops and bragging about it, and no one said shit because they were so concerned about this fucking Flash movie that I don't give a fuck about it anymore. Fuck that movie. Because if you don't have the common sense and the good decency to worry about people's feelings and actual things that happens, you are full of shit. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's bullshit. And then, they, and then the thing that even drives more infuriating and crazy about it is that the apology... Leaked, so you know it's not genuine. 
It actually leaked. They were like, hey, Warner, everybody reported, Warner Brothers planned on doing three things with Ezra Miller, either recasting him, they said in these exact words, having him do a statement where he goes and says he's going to get counseling, or they just ignore him. And lo and behold, a couple of days later, Ezra Miller puts out a statement saying he's going to get counseling, and he did all this stuff. Exactly what they said. So it's like, come on, this is so transparent. We know what's going on here. You're trying to save mm-hmm. this flag. I understand you put a lot of money and a lot of backing into it. But at some point, you have to have some dignity. You have to have some consideration for everything that's going on. The climate that we're in, the situation, the things that he has put out there. At some point, you got to cut, cut bait and run. And then going back to the, the whole DC thing and the whole Warner Brothers Discovery thing, what they're doing is confusing at best because they're all the shows that because they're I mean, people haven't noticed. I have HBO Max. They're getting rid of a lot of shows off of the channel that are pretty popular shows. Even if yeah. even if the shows weren't hitting the numbers that they wanted to hit, they can easily just send those shows to other other streaming sites and get money off of them. Yep. It, it, right. it, it does, but it doesn't put money back in, doing, in their pocket the way they. They're they're essentially trying to clear the books, right? I mean, this yeah. is this is about basically saying, "Hey, uh, we came here, we purchased this, um, we're going with Discovery, um, we're going with Discovery Plus, we're going to integrate HBO Max into that." Uh, there's been rumors that HBO Max uh, sometime next year will not exist, right? It'll just fold into Discovery Plus and be a a segment or a channel underneath uh, Discovery Plus. So just like if you log into Discovery Plus right now, you can log into a, a you can, excuse me, not log in, you can go into a history channel hub or a TLC hub. Uh, they're talking about doing the same thing with HBO Max. And I think it's important to point out while Del- Delvin is hitting about the hypocrisy um, of what they're doing here, one, just want to say for anybody, uh, Ezra Miller's uh, pronouns are they, them. Uh, we're going to get it wrong sometimes, guys, and that's okay. Feel free to call us out. Um, can, can, can their pronouns just be asshole instead? Can we just refer to that? <laughs> I mean, that's really fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there's so many assholes that we wouldn't know which one we were talking about. <laughs> also true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, but as Delvin brought up, right, this hypocrisy of really not even just Will Smith, but we see this all the time uh, with yes. with actors of color, with athletes of color um, that have done far less than actually committing crimes. Uh, Kidnapping to, people. Yes. Yeah. And how having is he some, not children? How are they not under the should, jail? And we should say alleged alleged but my ass. it's a it's a disturbing pattern of behavior um before we move off this and i'll try to uh link this in the pod notes there is a story uh if you go to the daily beast or you're just searching daily beast hbo max uh they talked to a laid off hbo max executive uh and i thought it was a really fascinating story um essentially they laid off 70 people This month, 13 of those people were people of color who were directly in charge of uh, some of their diversity efforts. So uh, we'll link to that 
definitely read it. It seems like they are pivoting really toward a middle America that I I don't think exists because I think HBO is HBO Max is really successful. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but again, it's kind of kind of hard to see Ezra Miller getting uh, I don't know an 80th chance. And we're just not going to see Batgirl. We're not going to see the Green Lantern Corps that was going to feature Jon Stewart. Uh, we're not going to see ourselves on screen. And uh, we know that is to the detriment uh, of kids. We know it's to the detriment of adults. We'd like to see ourselves on screen. And uh, I'm sorry, a tax write-off to me doesn't seem to be a good enough reason uh, to not yeah. Uh, see ourselves up there. Yeah. And JV, I have to I have to interject with a small segue, a small one, sure. I think, because sure. we're all black over here. We were just talking about Predator that we gotta that we gotta bring it up. There was yep. uh, a really interesting article over on Black Girl Nerds that was talking about how great Prey was, but also referenced the mm -hmm. fact, and I didn't fucking know this, and it pissed me off as soon as I found it out that the original Predator model was made based off of a black guy to kind of promote. Racism. Really? Yeah, really. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dreadlocks wow. and everything. Yeah. And I didn't know that either. And so it we're kind of because we're having this conversation about doing better. <laughs> and especially because Prey is so fucking good when they make another right. Predator movie. And I hope they do Predators versus Vikings, Sparta, who the fuck ever, like bring it on. Just remember what it started as. Mm -hmm. And now what we can do to change that. Because when I looked at it, I didn't see that. All I saw was a fucking badass alien. But when we consider right. like the time that it was created and blah, 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 it, there's a whole article about it. You can read it up. And it just pissed me the fuck off because I'm like, can we not have anything that's not rooted in fucking racism? Damn. So I'm just mad about it. But I am hoping Wait. that that's a ship that can be righted. <laughs> please. <laughs> What's so please. funny uh, is me and JV have a homeboy named Marcus. Marcus has dreads. Marcus is also swole. We mm -hmm. called that nigga the predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super swole. Yeah, like, now that you're saying it out loud, right? And then you then you see it, you know. So it's just like mm, they it was one hundred percent knew what they were doing when they yeah when they made that yeah. predator design. Um, they they knew what they were doing. They yeah. absolutely did know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's I will, shitty. I, it, it's shitty. I will <laughs> add to this and say that. Sometimes it sucks being a black person and knowing that certain things were not only not made for you, but mm -hmm. made to mock you. Like when you look at yeah. certain things, like like being a kid, I used to watch the cartoons like Popeye and stuff like that. Because that's what that's what was shown on TV. Like the the I guess it was like the 40s or 50s Popeye. And then when you look at like yeah. the episode where Popeye goes to like an island and you see like him talking to island people with big lips and bones in their heads, you're like Right. You get older and you see that you're like, the fuck? You realize right. they're they're making a mockery of your people and you start to kinda it kinda makes you look at things in a different way. Like those old cartoons that just have like ancient mama and stuff like that and how they looked at us and it's it's disheartening when you don't I don't you don't have to go that far. You can look at like stuff from like the eighties and nineties of how every black guy was a was a drug dealer and every mm -hmm black woman was a prostitute or something like that it's like come on man like why do why do we always yeah. have to be the lowest common denominator in any society in, in terms of tv films or anything right and it's this it's disheartening but it's at the same time you want entertainment 
You want to you yeah. want to be able to watch TV and enjoy content. So it's really hard to sit there and pick and choose things to like or dislike when you when you see negativity about us all the time in it. Society yeah. is trash. Yeah. You know, they yeah, want Ezra Miller to get help, but Will Smith should have known better. It's bullshit. One hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. And that that leads us, I think, perfectly into our next topic um, that I, I want to go into because I think this is this has been really interesting. And uh, I think as black folks, it's kind of a, a space that we like, but a weird space for us. Um, we're talking about fantasy and specifically fantasy TV uh, in some ways. It feels like fantasy is having a moment that is very similar to the comic book moment that, that kind of came out of uh, the early X-Men movies in the late 2000, uh, the late 2010s, Iron Man, Dark Knight. It seems like people are like, huh, people will watch fantasy shows. Uh, so there are a few shows that are out right now and a few shows that are uh, coming uh very soon i think this weekend rings of power uh drops on amazon uh house of the dragon is on hbo max right now uh the will of time has a second season coming soon uh and then there are some other uh properties coming out like vampire academy on peacock so all kind of different strains of fantasy what's interesting is something that we haven't really seen before, which is there are now people of color uh, in these casts, and this has been very intentional. Uh, I'll I'll go first and just say that fantasy for me, and I've talked to Dev about this uh, in regards to Lord of the Rings, which is a movie series that I really enjoy. But uh, I think reading fantasy. The, the reason why I wasn't really into it, right, is because I didn't see anybody that looked like myself um, in those yeah. pages that were descriptive nope. about everything. There were no descriptions of black folks, brown folks. Um, and that was a big kind of hurdle for me to get over. Now we are seeing uh, characters that are intentionally being cast uh for these roles. How do you guys feel about that? And I guess I should say it's two parts. One is fantasy, the new comic books. Uh, is it, is it having that moment And two? How do we feel and talk about black characters in fantasy where there's generally been a dearth and now we're seeing more intentionality behind who gets these roles and uh, who are getting uh, main roles. Uh, Crystal, you are a local writer here. You write fantasy. <laughs> you love fantasy. Uh, of course, of course, you have people of color in your stories. Um, how do you feel about the moment that fantasy is having and the moment that black actors are having being cast in these roles? So I'm going to have a very interesting view on this because um, I and I've said this before on this podcast is that I don't relate as much to my skin color. Cause that's just not how I grew up. Um, so when I read things or, or connect with a character for me, it has a lot to do with uh, 
me very strongly identifying as a woman or um, personality or, you know, that sort of thing or the outcast, you know, there are, there are other beats for me. Um, but what I can say about all this is that y'all who got a problem with it are goofy as fuck. You are goofy as shit because as someone who writes sci-fi, fantasy, all kinds of genres, why aren't there black people in these spaces? And look, we know why, because racism, but now as we're hopefully, fuck please, doing better as a society or at least trying to, it's not hard to make space. And for a lot of these things, it's not hard for this character to be black. I think there was a very distinct point in The Witcher where there were certain characters that needed to be white because of the story and the background and the lore and that sort of thing. So you couldn't put a black person in there. It just didn't work. But there are all sorts of other fantasy stories where it doesn't matter. There is right. no reason not to have this character be a black person or a native person or whatever, because we are in a fantasy fucking world with orcs and vampires and magic and all this other kind of shit. And like everybody, all, everybody's only fucking white. Stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah. Just say you're racist and figure out and do better. Like, you know, like this is a good thing. And this is a thing that should have been like a long time in coming. It just should. Right. I mean, I know that I have to be more intentional about when I write because for me, I, I genuinely like it just doesn't register. Like when I'm writing characters, I'm thinking about who they are, their personality. Do they feel like they fit in? Is it a strong fucking woman? You know, is it, you know, husbando, wife? I'm thinking across those lines. But now I genuinely have to be more intentional in my writing because I'm just like, well, what color is this motherfucker? Did I fucking just default them to just white? Just because that's the fucking world we live in, everybody's fucking white. Mm -hmm. You know, you 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 genuinely have to think about how that affects you. And I'm fucking colored, you know. So it's just like, right. let's be intentional about this. You know, let's let's do this. And you know what I also like about fantasy is that I like that we're having more intentional conversations, not just about blackness, but about how some of these tropes are harmful. Where we're discussing, you know, when we make these vampire stories, are we being anti-Semitic? Like, can we, like, make this vampire mm -hmm. a little different? And I know that, like, we all love vampires. We all love our tropes. But some of these tropes, they fucking suck. And we all have really big imaginations. So we need to figure out a different way to do things. And I think fantasy gives us a really big space to do that. So it's a good thing. So right. as frustrated as I am a lot of times where you, like, I've loved this forever. Fuck, it's anti-Semitic. Or I've loved this forever predator. Fuck, it's racist. You know, it sucks and it pisses you off. But now we know. And now we can do better. So that's where we've got to be. So like all this space and how it is, I'm here for it. Love it. Love it. If you hate it, oh, shut up. Man. Just shut up. Just shut up. Seriously, all, all, all the people, uh, Steve, Steve Toussaint, I hope I'm saying his name right. He plays uh, Cor Corliss Valerian in uh, House of the Dragon. He's been getting like all sorts of hate mail. Um, guys, like, like what, what there's, there's dragons. There's dragons yeah. and white walkers and all sorts of things. The thing that you feel is the most unbelievable is a black guy that is in power. Um, in a place yeah, that's not on Earth. Yourself. Not you America. Tell really are. Like, right. and why it, do it, we have to carry all of our stereotypes and tropes into a world that does not have any of that? Ain't no black people in all of space, in all of the galaxy. We have Lando. That's it. Really? Yeah. 
We got aliens. You know aliens. Think, we, got, you know, we got Chewbacca. We got one black dude. Who's gonna? And pull here up? is what it is. And here is literally what it is. And this is why I need you fucking people to fucking go to therapy, whatever the fuck it is you need to do. The problem is that your disbelief in this and your problem with this is that you do not want to be treated the way they have treated us. That is your fucking problem. And that is your fucking fear. You are scared of this diversity because now you're afraid mm. that there will never be a fucking white person on screen again. Right. Well, get over it. Yeah. Get the fuck she over preaching. it. <laughs> People of you are exist everywhere. Right. right. You are fucking lucky that no POCs are trying to treat y'all the way we've been treated. You're really fucking lucky. Nobody trying to do that. We're not. Get over it. Deal with it. Go to therapy. Whatever fuck you got to do to get right with Jesus, you know, whatever. Just fucking deal with it because it's happening. Just deal with it. Yeah. That's it. Hey, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I get mad. I get mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so on the other side of that, uh, on the other side of that, Delvin, just the moment that fantasy is having right now, are we seeing kind of the the next big thing is fantasy in the same space that maybe comics were that Westerns were um, back in the day is fantasy. And specifically it seems to be TV fantasy. Is that becoming the next big genre that people are going to be going to? I think it's, it's up there. It's, it, I think you can have more than one big genre. And I think if you look at history as of recently, you know, Game of Thrones plays a big part in it. People see that Game of Thrones became a hit. And then everybody starts saying, let's make our own Game of Thrones. And now you're starting to see that stuff trickle, trickle out now. Because, you know, TV shows take a while to make. So, you know, Game of Thrones became a big hit. People said, let me start writing my own version of Game of Thrones, whether it's The Witcher, whether it's the Lord of the Rings series and things like that. So people are like, hey, hey let's make our own thing. And I, as for the diversity thing with that, diversity sells. I think a lot of, play, a lot of people, movie studios realize that, hey, when we put black people in movies, they paid us watch it. A black Maybe Panther not is a perfect Brothers. example of that. Yeah, not Warner, <laughs> not Warner Brothers. Brothers. Not Warner Brothers. Just to stay away from them. Everybody <laughs> except Warner Brothers. Yeah. But I think that plays a big part into it. They they kind of they start to see the dollar signs in it. And frankly speaking, they should have been seeing the dollar signs in it. If you look at our culture today, hip hop is the number one genre of music. <laughs> you know, it's always been a thing. How many people have you seen who are not black quoting hip hop songs or quoting lines from Friday and things that you know we know from black culture. Black culture mm-hmm, is American right. culture. People need to start realizing that and accepting that, that aspect of it. And so you, you're going to start seeing these characters show up in fantasy, in dramas, in, in all types of genres because that's what it is. That's what America's supposed to be. America at its best is supposed to be a melting pot of different cultures, beliefs, aspirations, hopes, dreams coming together as one big family. I, I don't know what's happened the past few years where this is everybody has their own kind of agenda and they have to try to put their own thing out there, but we're here now. But the, the bottom line is, we all, ha- all have to live together. We all have to learn to accept each other for who we are and what we are. And I think it's very important that it's shown on TV. Because yeah. not only for my, my kids, but the next generation. If you grow, if my kids, Absolutely. like I said, I've said this before, my kids grew up with a black president, and I think that fact alone did so much mm-hmm. for them to see, like, ah, this is a this is a normal thing, seeing a black man on TV in a uh, in a not selling drugs or in a position of power, being a leader, 
is a normal thing for them. So when I start showing up, like I can't show my kids medicine society. Like what the hell is this? They don't know nothing about this. I cannot show them like hood movies. They're like this is ridiculous. They're not used to that. They're used to seeing mm-hmm. characters like Miles Morales. They're used to seeing Finn in Star Wars. They're used to seeing these Love it. black people and these minority characters in TV they shows. They got to have movies. Black they Panther. See- yeah, yeah, Black Panther. That's that, that's that's what they got. That's what they grew up on. Right. So now that we've gotten to this point in history where we don't have to necessarily do the movies that we used to do, all the hood movies that people that became popular, they were good movies, but we don't have to only do that now. We got we got the new Rocky. We have Creed. <laughs> we we can do other things, and it can be popular with both audiences, and it can breed a whole new generation of people who are more accepting of all cultures. And I think Prey is going to be there for Native Americans. When they're like, hey, you know what? We don't have to just put Native Americans as these people that's almost caricatures that they have in Westerns and stuff like that. We can show them yeah. doing a variety of different things. And I think that's why diversity matters. And diversity sells. I mean, it, Hollywood is is yeah. about the bottom line. Um, look, Crazy Rich Asians. I saw it the first weekend in theaters. Loved it. Hey, De- so Devin good. knows I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker so for a rom com. It's like maybe are. my one of my favorite genres. Well, of, of it's movies. The, it's love the, you, JB. Probably the. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, let's, let's, let's be real. I'm a I'm a bad. sucker for the mushy stuff. Um, but Crazy Rich Asians, which is a, a story that is very unique, but also universal. Right. And we saw people went out and saw an all Asian cast. Shang-Chi, which I think is one of the better movies from phase four. It did really well. And in, in that was still we were really not we're technically not out of the pandemic, but we weren't uh, as far forward as we are now still did really well. So it's not just black yep. faces people want to see. It is people want to see themselves. And yeah. also, people want to see other people and other experiences. Uh, and, and that's one of the things I, I like uh, about what they're doing. Uh, I'm really interested in Rings of Power. One, I'm going to watch it because I'm a dork. Um, <laughs> so I was always, always going to watch it. But I, I think to not only have the first female dwarf, and have that okay. female dwarf be a person of color, be a black woman. Um, that is something that I think appeals to more people. And if the bottom line, if, if what we're you know seeing Discovery and HBO Max do, right? If the bottom line is dollars, then it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense not to have a more diverse an inclusionary cast. And guess what? Facts. We can do that. And the characters can just be characters. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's that simple. The, it's not deep. Yes. It's <laughs> like, simple. It, the, the only thing I can really tell white folks that have a problem with it or, or just people in general that have a problem with it. We've been watching these movies without ourselves in it for years. Right. So black mm-hmm. folks, other people of color, We've been watching it for years. Okay. I still love some like it hot. There's no black faces in that, but it's a (laughs) great movie and I enjoy it because it's good. And you know what? Sometimes it makes it even a little bit better if you see yourself reflected in it. So Dev, did you have any thoughts on this 
kind of moment that fantasy is having. Look, you know I love me the fantasy. I'm just glad that yeah. Game of Thrones was able to kick the door open to allow, you know, fantasy to really start yeah. to shine. People are able to see, okay, these are actually really good stories. So now you can go see, okay, what other books can we turn into things? Because the stories are so rich. And because it's a fantasy world, we can make them look like whatever the hell we want to make them look like. We don't need yeah. to be stuck in any kind of trope because this is not Earth. Like, <laughs> it's whatever we want it to be. So we can have all kinds of aliens and funny looking creatures. And we can have all kinds of persons of color and different skin tones and different hair types because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't have to fit into any box. There is no box. It's wide open. Yeah. Do what you want. Because, again, you're not stuck with any kind of, you're not stuck having to be, make, make everything look like what it looks like here. Because you're not here. Yeah, true. Do what you want. Go wild. Go nuts. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited for it. I've always been a fantasy sci-fi nut. So getting Game of Thrones, getting Rings of Power, getting the Wheel of Time series, which is one of my favorite book series. And it having so many persons of color in that show, just uh, chef's kiss. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it all. I don't want to see a bunch of movies. I want to see all TV because I love the development. You actually get the character development you can get over a season versus two hours in a movie. Uh, just, and it, and it fits. Keep giving me the series. I, 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 I think you're right, Dev. It just fits the format. Like fantasy mm -hmm. really fits the format of TV, which is something I think they keyed on. And, uh, you know, Game of Thrones was sneaky. It was really yeah. sneaky. Like you, you really didn't know that you were maybe watching something with high fantasy elements mm -hmm. until 10 year spoiler alert Daenerys steps in the fire and comes out with three dragons you're like oh but at that point you're you're already hooked, you're hooked. And, and, mm -hmm. and we should just say you don't have to take our word for it uh go on youtube google carl sagan star wars johnny carson carl sagan one of our great thinkers um he he had criticisms about Star Wars, mainly that it was curious that all the characters were basically white. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and why would any sort of aliens be based on things that happen here? So you don't have to take our word for it. Uh, take yeah. Carl Sagan's word for it. Nonsense. All right, y'all. So uh, wrapping up here. <laughs> We got D23 happening. Uh, that is Disney's annual conference where they roll out uh, things across all their various forms of media, uh, video games, TV, movie, uh, through all their brands, which include FX, uh, Disney proper, Pixar, Marvel. Uh, this is all happening next week. Is there anything that you want to hear from Disney as far as a project that you might like to see, um, it, they they are the uh, company that that did Prey because that's a 20th Century Fox movie. So, is there an announcement that would get you geeked up? Uh, is there something that you're looking forward to? Okay. I want the to go ahead, Delvin. Go ahead. The the kid in me says the Darkwing Duck cartoon show they was talking about the reboot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know if y'all watched the reboot of DuckTales. Oh, yeah. Which is I fantastic. It. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. so good. But the, in the reboot of DuckTales, there's a pilot for like a Darkwing Duck TV series. And it is so mm -hmm. cool. That one of the episodes is literally 
the Dark Knight with Darkwing Duck. It is so good. It is it's so good. So I, I kind of want that. But yeah, I, I kind of want that. And I want them to talk to Donald Glover and like, hey, remember that Deadpool cartoon show you was talking about making? Go ahead and make that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was in the process of making a Deadpool cartoon series. That's right. In the vein of Archer. I'm I'm nice. so here for that. I love Archer. So to put him, yeah, that'd be like right up your Deadpool alley. Or, oh my god! I think <laughs> oh. they can go on YouTube. Wow. I think there's like a trailer or some test footage for it that you can look up. It looked really good. I'm gonna have to check that out for your sure. Your eyes rolled that's... back in your head, like when I think about. Uh-huh. I'm never mind. I'm not going mm-hmm. to finish mm-hmm. that. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think you um, understand how much I love Archer. Archer is absolute nonsense, and it is so dis dysfunctional. Like super spy, so good. Lana Kane, come on. Ugh, which I, I which I show. guess is also now under the Disney banner, right? Because that's an FX yeah. show. Disney yeah, it's an FX show. Um, so what are you looking forward to, Dev? Other than you know maybe having your fantasies fulfilled of a Deadpool show written by Donald Glover in the style of Archer. Uh, man, it's so tough because I want to see all the Star Wars things. I want to see all the Marvel things. I really want them to tell me that uh, they they found Ezra in in Star Wars. I want them to tell me more about Ahsoka, and then we're gonna go find Ezra. Like I want that to happen. Um, from a Marvel standpoint, I just want to know more about Phase Five. Like, who are we bringing back? Who are we getting rid of? Like, just give us a little more details. Is there um, any casting announcements that that you kind of want to see or or um, no? Okay. No, no, I just want I just want to know what they're doing. And like 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 Delvin said, I would love to see Darkwing Duck. Give me all the cartoons. I love cartoons. Darkwing so Duck would be Darkwing awesome. Duck would be fantastic. Let's reboot Darkwing trouble. Duck in do uh in Tailspin. Let's go. Just playing in my brain now. Just all the theme songs. Exactly. Like bring back the Saturday morning cartoons, man. Please. Like, let's do a whole please. block let's of just go. Saturday morning cartoons. Like let's go. Do that. That would just make my day. I would absolutely love for something like that to happen. But other than that, I'm just I'm just I'm just here for it. I'm just ready to watch the stream of news that that, that comes and watch the internet just erupt with just <laughs> shenanigans. They will. Yeah. They yeah. Will. That's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for that. Crystal, what are you uh, hoping to hear from any of those Disney properties, Disney related companies? Uh, I want to hear more about the acolyte. I want to. Oh, I, want yes. that, I want that cis shit. I want. Yeah. I want. And I, you know what? And I genuinely want. Shit. Yeah, I want like a genuine like cis story. I want like a like a good one. I want them to really bust open the Star Wars universe and explore some shit. Like, do it. The universe. Yeah. It's so fucking big, you guys. Like, come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm tired of Luke Skywalker. I love yeah, Darth no Vader. More Skywalkers. I fucking love just... Darth Vader, but I'm done. No I'm more done Skywalkers. We're done. done. We know I'm how they begin and end. No listen, yeah. I'm, I, listen, I'm excited for Ahsoka. I love all that shit, but Star Wars, there's so much Star Wars that we could be telling. Like, can I get some Darth Revan shit? Like, can we get some Darth yeah. shit? You know, like, can, something. Like, yeah. let's talk can about Can we it. get some Daklin shit? You know, let's get some Daklin shit. Hey. You know? Yeah, you know? So I'd love to hear. Tell her stop blowing up I really want to hear some shit about the acolytes. Uh, <laughs> I would, you know what? I hope that they now that they see the success of Prey, I want them to. There was an amazing Aliens book 
um, that was literally like aliens versus the Spartans, but it was on like a different planet. It's fucking phenomenal. I want them to make that into a movie now. I want I want all of that shit. Ooh, so I am hoping it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I the mean, book was Frey phenomenal. Seems like it opened up doors for yes. so us let's to go. kind of look at some of these things I in want a, in a different way. Versus samurai, like I want all of that shit. Bring it. Give me that full cast. Okay, Make sure Yo Yo is in it. Like, <laughs> let's go. Predator versus samurais. <laughs> okay, yes. right, yes. right. <laughs> let's go. Uh, so I hope so. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope we. I, even uh, if we don't get it now, Pixel. I hope they're thinking about it. Pixel said, "Can we get justice for Ventress? Absolutely." Holy <laughs> crap! There, there are definitely some characters. Um, specifically in Star Wars, where it's like they they just got a wealth of stuff to, yes. to dig from that has nothing to do yes. with the mainline Skywalker. I, I'm with you. There should be a moratorium on the Skywalker saga. Yeah, we're like, done. We, Sick, we're yeah, done. I, I'm, Please stop. Yeah. Yeah, like you can, you can go do that so. 20 years from now if you want to, but we don't need any more of it. Uh, I'm pretty you, excited to see I'm pretty excited to see a couple of things. So uh, if you've ever read the book Kindred um, by Octavia E. Butler, it has a uh, adaptation coming to FX. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm hoping maybe there's an announcement, some casting, maybe even a sizzle reel if it started filming. Uh, As far as Marvel goes, I'm, I'm really curious to see two things um one who's going to be cast as a fantastic four uh and two and i think is way more important who's directing it um there's been a lot of names floated out there so uh it'll be interesting there's really a a lot of rumors that are leaning toward uh pin badgley uh, from Gossip Girl and the Netflix show You being cast as Reed Richards. Um, there's also been some talk of uh, what's my man's name from the Netflix show that's like super hot. The black dude from the 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 show that's like set or, or in the, the guy who all the super hot black dudes are. I don't know. Like this, <laughs> we talking oh, Bridget? Yes, Reggae on page. Okay. Is also being floated for Reed. Let me tell you, okay. That man is that, pretty. That dude's a smoke show. Like, it's ridiculous. I okay. Gotta, First of all, fuck the Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic Four is boring as fuck. That's, Look, I, I'm not going to lie. No cap. I, agree. I didn't want to say it, but Dev said it. Look, I agree. Can we just get, can we get a, a, a Doom movie? Where he kills a Fantastic yeah. Four. They only get like I, five minutes of screen time. We I don't actually you. need them around. I don't think Just that we need a Fantastic Four movie after we've already had two versions, but they're doing it. So, I mean, like, it's coming. It's coming. Doctor Doom. That's my we'll, we'll, I, I will say this. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I think we're going to be talking about Doctor Doom sooner than you think we are. Yes. And I, my my that's, my that's guess better. is my guess is the first time we see Doctor Doom is not going to be in a Fantastic Four movie. I think we're going to be seeing Good. him fairly soon. Um, but those yeah, are the things that, that I'm looking for. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to see what they're doing with X Men. There's been a lot of talk about how they're doing it. So seeing some X Men '97 stuff 
would be great. The animated show. Um, but yeah, I'd say those are my big things. I, I want to see what they're doing with Fantastic Four. I don't necessarily think we need another one, but I'm just interested to see because it's such a it's just such a weird property, and I don't know that you could do it correctly. Uh, Kindred just and um, you don't need the whole movie for them. Just just yeah, they, just kind of show up and trickle in. We don't need a whole movie for them. Oh, and Deadpool. I, I'm I'm hoping we get some stuff about Deadpool. Um, we we know She-Hulk is breaking the fourth wall. Deadpool's breaking the fourth wall. Maybe we get some stuff. So that's what I'm looking Deadpool. forward to. So, guys, I'd say this is... I'm going to say this is episode one, and the last episode was episode zero. Love it. Um, yeah, we can do that. Which was mostly yeah. your boy trying to figure out how to press <laughs> buttons on his computer. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, so Crystal, before we get out of here, uh, tell us some more about uh, Tales of Forgotten. Tell the people where they can find it. Tell the people what they can do. I'm super, super stoked for you and super excited about this. Thank you. Thank you guys. Listen, I love all y'all support. So thank you like so much to everybody that supported us. I'm like one of those people that's ambitious as fuck. So I'm always reaching for the next thing. And I got to remind myself to kind of stop and take a breath and be like, fucking thank you. So fucking thank you. You guys are all amazing. Um, Tales of the Forgotten. Yes, it's real easy. Go to talesoftheforgotten.com. You can see the page right there. You can see all the cool shit that we want to give you when you make your pledge. You can watch our video. You can see my storyboard of ideas for all the shows that we want to create for you. Um, it's, you know, we, we do, it's diverse stories, strong female characters, um, fun stories. I've got a story coming out over Christmas that I think is going to make everybody's inner child cry. Um, I can't wait for that one. Cause I read it and I start crying and I ain't done writing it. Um, it's really fu- the whole, I'm writing the story and it's fucking me up. Um, you know, we've Jermaine got is st- crying right now. Thinking yeah, about he, it. Right. Thinking about it. Right. I mean, we've got, you know, <laughs> stuff, you know, specifically for the ladies and JV since he loves rom-coms. I love oh, that shit. Love Listen, it. Le- yeah, no, I'm here for it. We've got a horror story coming up. Um, the tabletop stories that we're doing, it's, it's really unique spin because anybody who's ever played tabletop knows that like it can get boring during like combat and like OOC questions. So we're going to rip all of that out. So you just get the story. We're going to add music and sound effects. So even the tabletop stories act like audio dramas. And we've got like a psychological horror. I'm doing an alien inspired one. Um, and then I'm doing like a Laura Croft, Indiana Jones meets fucked up shit one. So um, it's just a lot of fun. And we and it lets me be a writer and a creator. Um, my fiance, Hannah, is fucking amazing at Foley work and sound design. She's fucking killing it. So please support us. Please, please, please support us. Go tellsforgotten.com. Make a pledge. Let us make more shit that's good shit, and we won't axe it like WB. Like we're gonna put it out. <laughs> yes, the show. The shows will be coming. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. And last two episodes of Legacy coming up. So, guys, I'm sorry, Star Wars yeah. fans, yeah, listen to it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sit and stare at a wall for months now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even months. I promise. <laughs> Man, Check it out as fast as I can, Delvin. I promise. Get your lines together. Work on Del- your Delvin doesn't know what he's gonna do. After I know this. when no. there's no more Tuesdays. L- I know. Lord Snurt said, "Go, go make some podcasts." I don't want to say fuck you. I'm not making no podcast. <laughs> no not, I love like, not one more I'm fucking podcast. That. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not, not happening. <laughs> oh, love you, Snurt, but no, no way. 
just do Delve some live in. listening parties where we listen to other people's audio dramas. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And Delvin, Mr. Cox, where can they find you? The answer, the short answer is everywhere. <laughs> nah, I don't care. Support okay. everybody else on this podcast. I love these people. Crystal's doing something amazing. <laughs> go give her money. Go give Crystal all the money. <laughs> Dev give her is doing your money. everything he does on play some video games. JV, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I guess it's this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Dev, where can they where can they find you and your work? Uh, you know, you can find me at PSVG. That's that's my, my video game podcast where I'm at every Wednesday. Uh you can also find me talking trash to Delvin there as well, because that is basically what we do. And follow yes. that man. He does so many things. He's everywhere. He's John Stewart. He, re- he really is. He's so, he's you know, in everything. He is. He's just there's a little bit of Delvin in everybody. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, guys, you can uh, follow me. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter uh, at JV the Monster. Um, honestly, I just spend my time liking and retweeting these three posts. Um, so, you know, we a fam. It's all love. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter. And please reach out to us. Send us DMs. What do you want to hear? What do you want to talk about? At Blurred Everything on Twitter. Uh, till not next week, a week after that, because we're a bi-weekly show. Uh, and I think the next time we come back, we'll be talking about what happened at D23. So, till then, y'all, stay up, stay safe. Peace.